Welcome to our story of an impossible debt. Where first comes love, then comes marriage, then comes paying off your student loan debt. My wife and I paid off $120,000 of student loans living in expensive Orange County, California. Yes, it's a lot of money. Yes, it took sacrifice. And yes, we're crazy. We never knew how big of a decision this would be, but we always knew it would be worth it. So follow us on our journey and how we made the impossible possible. Hey everyone, welcome to Impossible Debt. It's Alex and Andrew here where we talk all things money, all things mental health, and all things marriage. And on today's episode, we're actually going to talk about a really good topic. We're going to talk about role reversals in the home and then also women breadwinners who actually make more money than their husbands. And so earlier in our earlier episodes, we talked about how I make more money than you. And so it's I think it's something that comes up more so now again in this day and age versus before. And so we're going to get a little raw and, and talk about how we manage that. So normally we're used to having the female or the mom stay at home and usually men being the sole breadwinner or um, the one usually working. And so let's fast forward to today. And so we're not going to get into a lot of the things that has happened in the past because I'm sure you're w- well aware of how things used to operate culturally and in our society. And so we're going to kind of fast forward to the pandemic where a lot of families, both the female and male, have worked now in the home. Or maybe one was working outside of the home and maybe one was going to work. But parents having to juggle both work, childcare, schooling, household chores, dinner, and maybe how difficult that is. Maybe some people don't even know how difficult it actually is, but I just kind of want to wanted to read something that while it's unclear how many men have actually transitioned to full-time, you know, parenthood during the pandemic, just there's a long-term trend that shows that there is a rise of stay-at-home fathers, though they're still a minority, right? Cuz moms usually stay at home and watch the kids. But in 2016, dads made up 17% of all stay-at-home parents in the US. Now it's up from 10% in 1989, according to Pew Research Center. And I just kind of wanted to talk again about our situation, how pretty much I shared in the earlier episodes that I didn't end up going back to work during the pandemic. And this was back in 2020. I took six months off, pretty much they were unpaid. And so I needed to go back to work, right? I started, I needed to make money for sure. And so you were working at the time and also during that time you went to work for about a month and I was left home with our son he was like a couple months old that was hard for me let me just say that first and so how did you feel knowing that I mean I don't know how did you feel knowing that you were gonna leave me I think it was tough because you know both of us both of us were new at this parenthood stuff and so knowing that you know, I had to go to the office because I mean, it was, it was just my time to go back and leaving you there with Asher. It was, I mean, I wasn't worried because I knew you could handle it, but at the same time, I, I understood that you had, you know, pumping, you had all these things that you had to do. And so all I could do was when I got home was just kind of make your life as easy as possible. And so I would kind of take Asher away and, and plus I wanted to see him, right? I haven't seen him all day. And so those are just the things, I mean, that's kind of how I felt about it. But again, I was at the office, so I really didn't have to worry about it like you did. Right. And and I want to share, because obviously most women have been in this situation when they do have a baby. And then 
sometimes husbands don't even take a lot of time off of work. You took at least a month off from what I remember. And so I know sometimes, okay, wife, or okay, like you handle this, you handle the baby, you handle everything. And it it was a lot. It was a lot of work. I mean, honestly, some there were some times when I can honestly say, like, I don't even remember brushing my teeth. Like, it was like that moment where it was just like caring for Asher and me having to, again, I was on a three-hour pumping schedule. I had to pump or eat when I had to eat or just it was, it was super hard. And so one thing is that I, I would love to divulge into this t- topic obviously later on but I just honestly I bring this up because I don't think a lot of men understand how hard it is and I kind of wanted you to share your input why don't you think men think it's hard I don't know the answer to that I just think that as as a guy maybe it's natural for us to think that that you being or the mom being the mom is capable of maybe not so much handling it but figuring it out you know like i guess we think that there's this maternal instinct that is inside you guys you know innate in you guys that that you guys just end up figuring it out and also i think there's a part of us that feel like the baby wants to be and i think there's this cultural thing that the baby just wants to be with mom all the time you know and i think that i mean i I guess the answer to that is it depends because it's all you see right i've been around the culture, our culture, to know that for a fact. And then I'm around social media to know also that that's a big topic of conversation, that that when when people have the argument as to whether or not fathers should have more time at home, it always comes back to, well, why should they? Because the mom is the one breastfeeding, the mom's the one doing all these things. And I don't, I, I, I was, I think I had that mindset before, but having the baby now, it totally, it completely changed the way I thought about that. Because for sure, the mom is in charge of all that important stuff. But the dad, I think is is just as important because there's a level of support there that, that a dad should give the wife and the child or the children that I think is really important because it makes it elevates or alleviates a lot of the stresses from the mom. But to, to answer your question, I don't know why that's the case, but I think I think it's just something culturally that we've always just had to deal with. It's very cultural. And I think in our society as well, I think men are not supposed to be like the weak, the weaker vessel or the weaker individual. And I, I don't like that, obviously. And, and we're breaking that cycle. And again, our, our, our whole podcast, and we're kind of sharing this little movement on money, mental health, and marriage is, is we're trying to break those barriers. We're trying to break those cycles because I know growing up in my, with my parents, right? My, my mom stayed home. She raised seven kids pretty much. I came later. So I'm just kind of saying like she never worked. I think she worked when I came later for like a couple months just because I feel like she wanted to get out of the house. But it was the norm for her, you know, back in the 60s, 70s for her to stay at home, my dad to work. And obviously the cost of living was so much cheaper back then. But my dad had a blue collar job and I mean, I don't even know how they did it. But again, I'm just thinking like everything was so inexpensive more than more than it is today that I feel like they were able to kind of afford the amount of kids that they had back then. But again, I don't think my dad would ever allow my mom to work. I think it was you raise kids, you stay at home. And I think we can you know, people our age, I think you can say that too. I mean, I know your parents ran a business together, but I think most of our friends also can relate that a lot of our moms stayed at home. And so again, we're just trying to break that cycle because now in this day and age, 
I mean, I know you work from home and I am the one who goes to work, but not only am I the one that goes to work and you stay home, but I also make more money than you. So let's kind of start there. So how did you feel? So at six months when I started going back to work and I know you had to take Asher, for instance, like, you know, babysitting, whether it was your mom's or my mom's, how did you feel staying at home knowing that I was the one going into work? Well, I think when you first had to go back to your previous job, so you're you're at a new job now, but when you went back to that previous job- And back then I wasn't making more. Yeah, you were making- yeah, at that time. So your previous job, when you went back to work right after the pandemic, I think we were making the same, right? Pretty much. And so and so basically, at that point, we were making the same. We were and, just transitioning our roles. Right. And then literally a couple months into you going back to work, you got this new job, which increased your pay by a lot. And so I think what you're getting at is, you know, how did I feel with, with this new higher increase in pay? And so I, I had no issue with it. Right. I've I've always told you from the beginning that what you make is what I make and what I make is what you make. And and again, going back to the debt part of our story, like your debt was my debt. You had this debt before we got before we even got married. And so that's just that's just how I view things. And I think that's and I know for a fact that's how you view things because we talk about it all the time. But to answer the question about how I felt when you went back to work and and kind of leaving me with a baby, because I was the one working from home, um, I, I don't think I was necessarily scared. It was just, I think at first it was just an adjustment period because the whole time management thing was kind of scary to me between the babysitting, between taking the baby to my mom or your mom's or having to work, you know, work on whatever I was doing. I think all that stuff was, was what scared me the most, but it's just like everything else. I think as the days went on, it was, it was just something that just happened naturally. And on top of that, like I was cooking dinners and I still do that today. And we'll get into that a little bit more later. It was, it was all these things that I think just day by day, you just kind of you wake up and you tell yourself, okay, this is what's ahead for me today. And so therefore you you plan for it so that therefore there are no surprises. Right. And I think it's rare that actually, one, I, I'm the one going to work and you stay here. And then two, that I make more money than you. And we're being open to sharing that because I feel like we've spoken about how just women in general throughout the years have had more prominent roles and they are going out and they are becoming CEOs and they are becoming, you know, just, you know, they're, they're branding themselves in their job and they're earning it. And it's well-deserved. And I, we kind of had figured, right. Once I was going to become licensed. And I'm almost hitting my two year mark this year of becoming a licensed therapist. But we kind of knew that I was going to perhaps make more money. I don't know. But but again, I kind of thought like, I don't know, even before this all happened, I don't even I didn't think you were going to be okay with it. Because culturally, as a Latino male, I figured like your ego wasn't gonna be okay with that. You know, and it was back to like that whole cultural like machismo aspect of I I don't think that you would be okay with it because I feel like me making more money for at least in my opinion would be like hey I have more power than you does that make sense yeah so I think I think if that's the mindset that you're gonna have if you're gonna have the mindset of oh well I make more money than you then or or if you're thinking that your spouse is making making more money than you so therefore they have more power over you I mean I'm not I'm not a therapist I'm not a counselor I'm not any of that but I would I would ask yourself maybe you gotta dig a little deeper as to why you think that why is that the viewpoint that you're taking you know this- and it all goes back to obviously what I mentioned earlier is 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 our norm what, what was our norm growing up well yeah exactly and so our norm was that like for instance my parents both of my parents worked 
But I think there was always a part of me that that saw my dad and said, okay, well, he's the leader, the leader of not, maybe not in the house, but maybe he's the leader of the business, you know? And as I was growing up and I'm talking to my mom more, like that wasn't the case necessarily. And that's one of the things where I'm like, okay, well, why would I think that? And I, and, for, and I was a kid. So it's not necessarily that somebody was telling me that, that my dad was a leader. Or my dad owned the business. It was just my thought. And my, my thought was, okay, my dad's probably running the numbers. My dad's probably you know, booking the client, which he was because I remember he was always on the phone with them. And, and obviously because he was the one that was speaking Spanish, or English, right? My mom doesn't speak very good English. And so that's one of the things that I always thought. But so I think culturally it just, and, and maybe human nature just, just points us to that direction that hum, that males are going to have the power. Males are going to be the ones that are making the most money. And and I think we're a perfect example. That's not, that's not always the case. And if you kind of want to even look at it deeper, like if you look at all the friends that we have around us, you know, the, all the women that we know, they're all working and they're all kind of just, they're all kind of killing it in, in, in their line of work, right? Like your friends, I, I, there, there are a couple of people that I just think off the top of my head and I'm like, they're doing really, really well, you know? And it's just like, it, it's, it's not a coincidence that that's happening. It's, it's a shift that's happening in our culture. And so I, I have no problem with that. See, my biggest thing is like, if you're on this path of let me, let me be the best version of myself at work while my house suffers, then there's an issue there with me personally, right? Again, you can do whatever you want in your house and something that's always, we're always going to preach. But like, that's one of the things that we always talk about, right? We're never going to allow our workplace to to dictate how we run a house. So I knew I didn't have a problem with you making more money because the minute that this new job came up for you, I was the one pushing for you to get it. I was the one that was telling you, hey, you need to go out there and I think you should really try this. I think this will be a great opportunity. This is what you went for that extra schooling for. And I think this would be a good, really, really good opportunity for you. For sure, the drive was going to be a little longer, but it's not like there was a secret as to what you were going to make. And so if I was going to have an issue with it, I wouldn't have encouraged you to pursue it because I think that would have been, you know, making me look bad. And I think it was honestly scary for me, you know, because obviously when you look at the the job, you know, the job, the description, the title, the salary range, and I was kind of looking at it and I was like, oh, that's kind of scary just because I also thought, what is he going to think if I ever do end up making more money than, you know, than you? And that, that was just my thought. And so, and I think I even asked you a couple of times, like, how do you feel? And I was kind of scared to ask you, but you were always like, I don't care. And, and I didn't care because honestly, this is what we always talk about is that we're on the same page. Right. And so that's one of the nice things of being on the same page and, and making it work. We hear the stories of people who are trying to get on the same page. And for whatever reason, it just doesn't work. Like I have clients that for some reason, it's just not clicking. And I think there's a power struggle there, right? And I think they both need to be kind of the type of person where they meet in the middle. And so there's this power struggle there. But the cool thing about us is that like you trust me with the finances and I trust you with the finances. There's no secrets. There's nothing that that's going to shock us. And I agree with you 100%. And I feel like if you're not on the same page with your partner, then definitely I feel like one, you need to start that conversation up. You know, it's going to probably lead to a couple of arguments and we've been there and kind of give it give you guys that time or space bringing up again eventually like we've done in the past get right with your finances be on the same page if that doesn't work for you then definitely seek out financial coaching or even therapy and that's something that you know i feel like it it works and it works and it'll be helpful but i just kind of wanted to share that in 2017 41 percent of mothers were the sole or primary breadwinners in their family and so 
again, this is this goes out to all the men out there that are actually staying at home. You know, I I applaud you because it's a lot of work. And I and I know sometimes we've shared, hey, like I need a break, and we've kind of we've shared that too because. Obviously, I come home and I'm tired and I definitely know that you're tired, but I'm also very thankful and grateful for all that you do. You're watching. Not only are you working, but you're watching our son and you're making dinner and you're making things easier for me. So I definitely appreciate that. And so I want to encourage more men to just kind of break that stigma or just break that barrier of, hey, it's okay that if you're doing that, you know, props to you. And I got to say, like, people always... I think the the easy answer is you always hear men say like, oh yeah, my wife, she's the hero of the family. Like she stays home and she watches the kids and she does it all. But I don't know if they really mean it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if they really mean it or if they're just saying that as like a lip service because they have to say that. Like who, like as a man, we're never going to say like, oh, my wife doesn't do anything at home. She's, she just watches the kids. No, I think we have to resort to always saying that. But what I'm getting at is like me personally, like I'm actually doing it. I'm actually at home with, with, with Asher and I'm doing like the things that like a stay at home mom would do. You're doing laundry. <laughs> I'm doing laundry. I'm like dishes. doing, I'm doing dishes, his breakfast. I'm doing all that, right? The cooking. And again, it's not to, it's not to like brag here, but it's to show that like, I truly think if I could go to the office, I think I would go because it would be easier than just staying home. And so I think a lot of times we say that the wife is, is truly the one doing a lot of the, the stuff, but like, we don't mean it. But you don't mean it until you actually see what the job entails. And so like, again, since I'm in the middle of it and I'm juggling the career and I'm juggling the, you know, the, the, the cooking and the Asher and the babysitting and, and all this other stuff, I truly, truly can say that like a mom, a stay at home mom has a much harder job than somebody who has to go in the office, somebody who has to go to work, somebody who has got like a stressful job, like, because in a way, you're when you're in that office or when you're at work or whatever you're doing, if you're in that factory, you're just there. You don't have a kid to worry about. This is just a different level of worry and, and responsibility when you have a child there. And on top of that, like you don't have a child, you know, screaming at you and pulling at you while you're trying to work so they can go play with you. You know, it's like, no, Asher, hold on. Like, Papa has to work right now. And for those who don't know, we have a two-year-old who's very needy. <laughs> who's, yeah. And so he'll come and he'll grab me and he'll say, no, Papa, like, let's go play over here. And I'm like, okay, I can't. I've got to work right now. And that's not going to fly with him. And so I, I totally get it. And and so I guess what I wanted to say is props to all those mothers who are, you know, stay-at-home moms and, and do what they do. So I wanted to bring um, this topic back up again. And, and I, of course, I know you're my husband and we've been together and, you know, it's, it's been recent that I've made more money than you. But why do you think men have an issue with women making more money than them? I mean, I can just guess. And I think that the, the, simple, the simple answer to that would be for sure that machismo culture that we grew up in, you know, that we can't, you know, allow our wives to be better than us in that regard. But I think that's just like a small portion of it. I think when you dig deeper into the problem, a lot of it has to do with men caring about what they feel or what people think. You know, I think one of the reasons why I was so okay with you taking this new job is because I really don't like there was two reasons is a, I I really don't care what people think about us in that regard, right? Whether you make more money or whether I make more money. And also, secondly, like it was going to better our family. So why it, it just seems like a win-win opportunity with without not much work on your end, right? Like you were going to do, you had more responsibility for sure, but this wasn't a job where you were going to have to travel, 
you know, every other week or what, like you were still going to be home at the same time as your previous job. So nothing was going to change other than a little bit more stress that you would get at work. But I think the reason why, again, I think the reason why men act the way they do in this kind of situation is because they honestly care about what their friends are going to say. They're going to care. Is it pride? It's definitely pride. Yeah. It's, it's definitely pride for sure. Well, I mean, what else could it be? I mean, if you really, really get to the nuts and bolts of it, that's what it comes down to. Because for sure, every every guy probably has his own issues as to why he would have a problem with it. But I think it all comes down to them caring about what people think. And so if they can just humble themselves and if they can just be supportive of their wives, if they can just give them the green light and, and you know, not I'm not saying you have to do what I do, but I think it really helps our situation when you know you go to work and you come home and you know that like 99% of the stuff is done for you like i know it does because i can see it in you and when you come home and you just kind of are able to relax and spend time with asher and and kind of just have like a chill time you know like i'm not the one in traffic you are the one in traffic and so it's kind of this is back and forth i don't i don't think you have it super easy either but at the same time all i can do is make it easier for you and i think that's a lot of th- a lot of times that we we have have those conversations and maybe we even have arguments on that as to the point where i'm like hey i'm kind of going to need a little bit of time tonight to do what i got to do and it's it's not i'm not asking for a lot but maybe give me an hour an hour and a half of just like alone time and so that way i can focus on some on some stuff that i'm working on but you know i think that's that's the only thing i would imagine is that guys are strictly focused on what other people think and the pride is just getting to them. And it's, and it's, I think it's harmful. And so knowing now that we're going to have a daughter, how are you going to push her now that, I mean, I know you're raising a son, but now raising a daughter, how, how do you feel that you're just implement just our values to her and, and pushing her to, to do the best that she wants to do or, sh- or she's capable of doing in life? Yeah. I mean, I think about that every day. I think I'm going to, you know, I'm going to encourage her to be the best version of herself. I'm going to encourage her to, to, you know, reach every single goal that she wants to achieve. And I'm, I'm going to push her and, and, and tell her that it's possible. But with that being said, I've also thought about like our faith. And, and I, thought, I think about you and I a lot. And I think about how, you know, you know, the Bible teaches us to, that the woman has got to be submissive to the husband. You know, and and if you're listening to this and you don't have any kind of, you know, understanding of what that means, we encourage you to really look that up. You know, we encourage you to really look deep into that because it doesn't mean that the wife does everything that the man has to do, right? Like we're a perfect example of that. If you were to be totally submissive of me, like there would be, there would be no relationship because you're, you're a strong-willed person and you would, you would call me out on it. But what it means is that when you get together with one person and you marry that one person, the wife, the wife has got to understand that the man is the leader of the house, regardless of what who makes the most money. But with that being said, the husband has to have that leadership quality. The husband has to be, um, as we as, yeah, as we say, Christ-like, right? So the order is the husband needs to love you like Christ loves you, and if he doesn't, then then there's an imbalance there, and therefore that connection's not going to work, and that leadership or that this hierarchy of 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 power isn't going to work. And I don't want to say power, but it's just this hierarchy of, of who we are. So it's Christ first, it's the husband, and then it's the wife. And that's not that's not a bad thing. That's not a, like a shameful thing for women. It definitely isn't. I think it's actually a very powerful thing. And again, we're a perfect example of that. There's nowhere in our relationship where you have more power than I do. You have just as much input into what we do as I do. But I think where it matters is like kids. 
And so I think our kids need to see that, like, definitely I'm the leader of the house. But again, it's on me to really, really be that truthful, like Christ-like leader and not this authoritarian dictator type person where they're going to hate me, right? And so going back to like our daughter, that's what I'm going to teach her. I'm going to teach her to like really, really be the best version of herself. But once she's married and she does what she does with her with her husband, like I'm praying that she finds this, you know, God-fearing man that's going to be a really, really good leader. And at that point, like they've got to make that decision on, them, on themselves, you know? And if she just wants to stay home because that's what they agreed on, cool. If she's going to go to work because that's what they agreed on, cool. But they've got to come to that realization. But that's just, that's kind of how I think I would handle it. And that's why we've said, you know, you know, that whole saying of like, who wears the pants in your relationship? We say like, we both do. We both share the pants. I mean, it, it, there's no, again, even though biblically, you're, you know, I, I look up to you, of course, I look up to you for a lot of things. And I go to you for guidance. And I go to you for a lot of questions that I have. I think we equally come up with our decisions in our household. And we, there's a, it's a team effort. That's just the whole message that we want to share out today is it, it doesn't matter if you're the female or the male and you choose to go to work or you choose to stay home. It doesn't matter if you're the female and you're the one that's making the most money, like props to you and or like props to your husband also for staying at home and doing like all the dirty work. Again, it's 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 all about team effort and that's why we wanted to be vulnerable. We wanted to share what we do. And again, this it's it's it hasn't been like this forever. Again, it's 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 been a recent change within the last two years, again, post pandemic. And so again, I we just want to share that it's a team effort. And I think it's it's props to those that are going out both of them are going out to the office, you know? It's not necessarily that that one person's staying home. I mean, I think there's a lot of families out there that are back, you know, 100% back in the office or, you know, in, in, at work and they have to leave the baby with the babysitter or they have to leave the baby with a daycare. And and so- It's like, you gotta do what you gotta you, do. You gotta do what you gotta do that you, and you think what's best for your family. And so we definitely just wanna encourage you guys that, you know, this is the, this is the recurring theme of who we are and what we're gonna talk about. It's about, you know, money, family, and faith, and the importance of being on the same page and the importance of, you know, understanding your role, understanding your purpose in your family, because ultimately that's the most important thing, right? So for us, it's our faith is the most important thing. Secondly, it's our family. And so you're in charge of your house. You're in charge of your kids. And the way we see it is like, we're trying to raise really, really good kids, whatever that may mean right? To us or to you. But at the end of the day, like you're in control of that and you can do it. And so if you come home and you're just going to be like on the TV and forget about your kids after spending like a whole day at work, then I mean, maybe you need to reevaluate what your priorities are. Because if you're going to choose to work and you're going to choose to go out, you got to understand that the minute you get home, like it's not about you anymore. It's about your kids. And, and I hope that you guys agree with me on that because that's kind of how we view our relationship and our family. And it kind of makes sense because if you think about it, like your kids, they're looking to you for guidance. They're looking to you to shape them and mold them and help them to grow into this crazy world that they're going to live in. We know what this world's like. We know how hard it is. We know how many obstacles are in front of us. And so we've got to teach these kids that they're resilient and at the same time that they're going to get knocked down, but they got to get back up 
And so your work is important. Your pay is important. But most importantly, like your family is the most important thing. And so you got to make sure that that's, that's on solid foundation before you even consider this other stuff, right? Because maybe that's where the issue is in, in your house. Maybe that's what you're dealing with at your house is that maybe you guys are making really good money and your family's falling apart. Or maybe you're not making a whole lot of money and your family's falling apart. I'm sorry to say that, but whether you're rich or you're poor, you can control the, you can control the happiness in your family. You can control what kind of joy your kids have in their lives. And so I really want to encourage you guys to just not focus, even though we focused 100% on this topic, we did it for a reason. We did it because we see this a lot. You know, I see it a lot with my coaching clients and I kind of always, I stop and I end these calls with, they're always worried about money. They're always worried about their job and their position while their fa- their family's falling apart. And so I just really want to encourage you guys to focus on that family, focus that on the, the, the people that are living around you. And so we hope that you stick around and, we, and you listen to the next episode. Thank you so much guys for listening.